Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What's up, guys? How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? How are we doing? Hope you're having a good summer. <laughs> I'll get, uh, get right into it here. Um, we are uh, excited about this trip. And um, as far as roster and status updates right now, we have uh, everybody practicing uh, right now in some capacity. We have um, we have Justice and Seth who are practicing, uh, but they're they're somewhat limited in what they can do. Uh, Justice and Seth uh, will not play uh, in the two two games in the Bahamas. Um, they won't be fully cleared. We do expect them uh, to be fully cleared by September. I don't anticipate uh, any issue there. Um, Gene may be on a restri- uh, minutes restrictions. Outside of that, we should have everybody uh, pretty much ready to go um, as long as we stay uh, stay healthy these next couple of days of practice. So the trip overall is is uh, one that uh, we're we're looking forward to. Um, you know, we're looking forward to it's. It's unique, you know, I talked to a couple different coaches and they <laughs> talked about wanting to play um, a couple different teams. And for us, we said, hey, just give us the, the best teams um, that you have there. So we believe the Egyptian national team and uh, the Puerto Rican national team will both be really good, uh, really good teams and good measures uh, for us as a group. The trip is obviously not about that. It is about the practice time and the chance to play uh, a bunch of different rotations. Um, you know, our starting group, we've divided up our two teams in practice uh, pretty evenly, and uh, it's very likely that the next three days will determine what group we start. So, as you can see, it's uh, we're, we're not in uh, regular season mode yet. It's going to be a rotation that's going to be a little more full than it, than it uh, typically is. And, uh, we're going to look at a bunch of different combinations. So, um, 
think we think we're playing two good teams. We're excited about that. We hope we can come out of this with a group that's closer and uh, has some has some time spending together and some fun, and that uh, where we learn something about our guys. There's so many new guys. How important are these just two games? You know, to see kind of not just how they work together, but how they react. Yeah, it's really important. The, uh, that and I think the practices. So we've had a chance to practice. Um, you know, we've scrimmaged now twice. Today will be the second day we scrimmage of the vets. Uh, so we have some of the vets coming in at five and scrimmaging. So just the opportunity to, uh, um, to play some of those guys. I think the practices, most coaches will tell you that uh, on these trips, it's the practices that are most valuable. Uh, coaches determine, you know, they can script who they play, but in, okay, we want to come out of this side. A coach tell me, I want to play two teams uh, that we're definitely going to beat so our team has, you know, great confidence. I'm not, I'm not concerned about that. We'll just play who we play and go from there. Coach, obviously you guys have, you know, even, even joked about, you know, all the newcomers on the team and all the new faces this season. What, what uh, are the biggest challenges with that? And has it been, you know, more challenging than you expected? Or, or can you speak to the... The yeah, I think it's it's too early to tell on that. I think um, you know I've botched a few names, um, <laughs> that's for sure. But outside of that, I think it's too early to tell. We'll know more once we get to. I think we'll learn a little bit through some of the um, game reps we get here. I think we'll see some of that inexperience as far as um, what that transition is fully going to look like. I, I don't, I'm not sure we'll fully know until we get to November games. Do you go into these these ten days of practice with specific goals, things you want to accomplish, or is it how different do you structure these practices compared to like what is actually the season? Yeah, it's um, it's a good question. It's different, uh, different tempo, and overall different different pace, different intensity. Um, but there's still you know it's still a lot for guys. You know you're you're asking guys um, you know to, to go for an hour and forty five minute practice when that's really not what they've done since. Since late March, so um, we tried to tailor it and make sure that he had him ready to be able to do uh, an hour and a half, hour and forty-five minute practice. But the tempo and the intensity is different. How much of an open mind do you bring into it too? Like you might have an idea of what some of these guys look like, but like, are you putting guys in specific situations, or is it a little bit more open, just trying to figure out who fits where? Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's it's very experimental in a lot of ways. You know, I just I think it's. Especially with, I think if we had a group that maybe was returning you know, four or five starters, um, or maybe uh, a little bit more, you know, just more experience returning, I think I think in that case it might be different. I think this is going to be very experimental, and we're going to uh, tinker with some things. And um, there's only so much you can do in two games and ten practices, but we'll certainly play a variety of lineups. Chris, you're talking about the team trying to come together. You guys new staff in there. How are you guys all coming together and build the chemistry in your, in your staff meetings right now? Yeah, great staff. Um, we, have, we have a lot of returning guys. You know, you guys probably don't see the, the guys on staff that were kind of behind the scenes. Robbie Ruffy and Kyle Davis and David Egelhoff. So we have a pretty big staff. Uh, Joe Gemma in the back, the great Joe Gemma. So we, we, we have... Um, you know, a lot of guys returning. There's only a couple, a couple of new guys, but uh, Nick and Jack have been great. Playing yeah. well. The extension that you got, uh, not really getting all the money and all that, but years. And to talk to the freshmen before they arrived here, they were excited knowing that 
you're committed to Ohio State, Ohio State's committed to you, you don't have to worry about who their coach is going to be. Just maybe talk about that a little bit and what you're able to sell because of that stability in the program. Yeah, no, I, I'm, um, as, I, as I've said publicly, uh, really excited about the, the future, grateful um, for trust of uh, the administration, great love Ohio State, love being the head coach at Ohio State, and uh, if you've uh, spoken with uh, our freshmen and they've said that, I'm, I, I don't think it was ever necessarily a question in their mind uh, one way or the other, but uh, I think it's, you know, to have that and for them to know that, um, I'm sure makes them and their families feel good. You know, there was a Twitter video a few weeks back of the newcomers and whatnot. I was curious, just from your perspective, how that all kind of came together and what your thoughts were on that. I have no role in that whatsoever. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, they they say here, action, boom, go. Hear your lines. <laughs> um, those videos have been great. They've been great for our program since Joe and Kyle Davis. Those are really two guys. Ben Majors is another one. Those are really the three guys that spearhead that. Um, listen, um, the way media is consumed is different. Uh, you guys know that better than me. Um, but uh, the way recruits and your fan base consumes media, uh, the way they consume games right now is different. They don't consume it um, necessarily the way we used to five to ten years ago. So um, there is a, a intentional way in which we're, it's not just, hey, we're, we're trying to put some stuff out and have fun. We are trying to have fun, but we're being intentional about trying to reach a certain um, Aspect of the fan base as well as your recruiting base. That's what I was talking about. I know Zed Key and Gene Brown were kind of like the leaders in that big world. So, how have their leadership as with the new releases or not? You know, I think I think Zed and Justice uh, are two guys right now that we'll, we'll look to going forward. Um, you know, Justice needs to get back into, uh, you know, he's gotten back into workouts here of late, but he needs to get back into consistent uh, stuff and able to really impose his leadership in a way. I think it's going to be important. But we've also had some new guys step up, um, Isaac and Sean, that have uh, been able to um, be everyday guys and exert a level of leadership that's going to be important for us moving forward. For instance, question about the staff. The guys that are new, is the Bahamas kind of a dry run to, to make sure everything goes the way you want, bench wise? And you know, obviously, you some key guys, some that you had for a while. Does, does that give you an opportunity to kind of? Check things before the game starts. Actually, yeah, I don't know that I'd put that much um, into the, the the two Bahamas uh, games. I think we'll have all that stuff really nailed down um, well before. Um, I think there'll be we'll, 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 you know as a, we'll look at some things as the staff in terms of we really already have uh, staff assignments. What the expectation? What guys are going to do? We have that ready to go now. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily look at that as much as a dry run, just because it's going to be much more of a laid-back um, situation. I think, um, you know, those guys, both Nick and Jack, have been have been great. They've, they've blended in well. Obviously, Jack's been here uh, for a good bit now. He's been instrumental in a recruiting class that we hope um, is, is really good here and has some exciting finishing touches, hopefully. Um, we'll see, but... Um, He's been important, and, and Nick's obviously just jumped in here of late and been, been great uh, to have as well. Chris, this is sort of a, a four-month stretch of some flyer miles with the Bahamas and then yeah. Maui. I mean, yeah. aside from the basketball, you're going to get some games in and 
clearly Maui's got one of the strongest fields that we've seen in quite a while. But how how much of the guys, how much are you just excited about going to these two places to mix in the basketball with it? Yeah, we're, yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, I know we did Spain a few years ago. Um, I, I've done that a couple times. I've done Australia in a foreign tour. Um, you know, all those are great. Um, but uh, but this trip, I think, is it's a little bit shorter, which we wanted. Um, and I think to be able to do this and then and then go to Maui, and Maui will have a different, completely different feel. Obviously, those are those are real games. And the competition there is, is, is going to be outstanding as well. But, you know, it's great for your guys to be able to, you know, there's some guys that have, have not ever traveled outside the country. Um, so to have a chance to, uh, to go do this is going to be fun. And I think we're still trying to get to know each other a little bit here too. Will you have Hawaiian shirts for both events? <laughs> Bahamas too, or is that just Maui? Maui has given us a white shirt. Uh, you could pull it off. <laughs> I'll, I'll wear it. I cannot yeah. pull it off, uh, nor will I. But uh, when, when in Rome, yeah, you got to wear it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. On that. <laughs> Chris, are you are you a beach guy? Like I love the beach. beach. Yeah, I love the beach. I I do. And and guys will tell you, there's a lot of these these exempt tour Kansas City, a lot of different events. Um, there's a reason why we're going to sunny one place. I have control over that's what we're going to do. Talking to some of the guys, you know, in recent weeks at the Kingdom League and stuff like that, um, I've asked you know. Uh, who's kind of stood out in practice and stuff among the, the new guys. And uh, Bryce Sensible, I think it's come up more than anyone else. And, and obviously what, what he did at the King League, too, I think fans are getting excited about what he could do. Is that uh, consistent from, uh, in what you've seen from him in practices? And, you know, what, what has he shown you or what's impressed you the most about what he's bringing to the table? He's a great kid. Um, he is a natural-born scorer of the ball. Um, he just is and uh, can do it at an elite level right now. Um, he, he has to continue to work on other aspects of his game, um, including his fitness and his conditioning, but has some real natural gifts offensively. But the all, you know, four of the freshmen that we expect to play have all had really good moments in practice. With Justice, you mentioned him you know, getting back into things, but not fully yet as far as like the trip goes. How has he handled the last couple of months of this offseason coming off of, you know, obviously being disappointed he couldn't play last year? I don't know if maybe he had it in his mind. He thought he might be able to play this this summer. How has he kind of handled um, just this long road to try to get back? You know, I think you'd have to ask him that. I, I don't want to speak for him. I think he's been disappointed at times, but I think he's he's as optimistic as he's ever been because he's been able to actually practice and do some things. And, you know, once you get that under your belt, you have, you're a little more confident. I think he feels really good about where he's at now. Chris, the roster that you guys put together this year is more guard-heavy than some of your past rosters. Is that by design? Uh, I don't. Yeah, we, we guard wing is, is probably an area where we've tried to, to, to focus and get a little bit deeper, maybe than what we have. Uh, some of it is just a byproduct of who you're recruiting, who you think fits. Um, I know, um, uh, you know, next year we'll have three scholarship centers on. Uh, on our roster, and I know that'll make certainly a lot of people happy. Um, so um, uh, we'll continue to, to do that, but the game obviously is driven by those guys in the middle of your lineup, guards and wings, as well as obviously you need, you need an elite point guard, and I'm excited about the young fellow we have. I think he's really good. Looking at teams who have done well in the tournament in recent years, what kind of has been those teams with those Smaller lineup. Do you guys look at things like that and then apply it for a Yeah, no, I think there's there's a reality that I think athleticism, a length, mobility, um, 
and, and versatility um, has, has been effective at times. There's certainly been uh, bigger teams that have had great success, but uh, I think we know, we know what that trend has been like in the last you know, 10 years. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we had talked last year. Uh, clearly, Zed's going to have more of a role this season, but uh, you talked about maybe extending his shooting range. Is that something that's been happening with his development? You, is that something that's going on right now? He's shooting him. He is? Shooting him. He's shooting him. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> a couple. We, we are actually encouraging him to shoot a lot, and uh, we told him, keep shooting. You know, I... I'd ask him when he came back from the kingdom league, you know, how many threes did you take? We, we've asked him to do that. we got time, maybe one more. What have you seen from Tanner so far? Yeah, Tanner's been good. I think Tanner's going to continue to adjust to the length and the speed of the game. And uh, uh, we're excited about kind of his, uh, his continued you know, growth. I think there'll be some transition elements for him here uh, for sure this year. Felix? But he had a really good team out there. He put some highlights up. He's doing more than just those yeah. blocking shots. Yeah, he's, I think there's going to have to be a patience level with any big guy that's a freshman um, that has a lot of room for growth. But uh, he is, he's been, uh, he's done some really good things. Um, he still, you know, gets the ball, you know, slapped away from him at times. There's a lot of things we have to work on with him, but he's legit 6'11". Um, almost reached the top of the, top of the square, the top of the backboard. Um, he's a really good athlete. He's a terrific mover at that size. He's almost 220 right now. Um, uh, so his uh, his body has, has continued to take shape. But he's you know he's going to have some growing pains this year, as all those guys are for sure. That's quick. Just you, you touched on the depth that you've added, wings and guards, and that how important those positions are. Are you seeing? Or are you hoping to see some of that pay off in the defensive end? Last question. Are you seeing some of that maybe start to pay off on that? We're hoping you'll see some of that pay off on the defense. Can, can being deeper in some of those spots help address some of the deficiencies you've had last year? Yeah, as long as we're healthy. I think that's uh, we're, we're deeper. We're a little bit, uh, as long as we see our feet deeper, a little bit more mobile. Um, so that's good stuff. So. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Good trip. And we have the most confident. QB1 in the country, and I love that. <laughs> we have the best quarterback in the country and the most confident QB1 in the country, and I love it. And what's going to happen if you think about his challenge for the basketball team? I love a confident QB1. <laughs> <laughs>